0: Hello, welcome to Sevy Sit Down. This is part two of my interview with Kevin Brett. If you haven't seen or checked out part one, be sure to check that one out first before watching the rest of this video.
1: <laughs> if we were doing this interview, holding our chairs, everyone will be looking at us like, yo, what are you doing, Matt? Because a chair was never designed for you to hold it up. The same way your partner is not designed for you to hold up and carry through, you know? Your partner's there to support you, you're there to
0: support your partner. So let's uh let's talk about your favorite subject here, uh, the G Triple A. can you please explain to our listeners what is the G triple A? So the GAA, ah, whoo.
1: like I've given so many master classes yet, I'm tongue-tied right now. <laughs> so the GAA is pretty much just a guideline of finding the right person for yourself. Now, I re- I recognize that. So Friday nights at my church, what we used to have was uh, this men's group that we called Juvenis. you know? So all the young men, we'd get together and we would talk about our weeks and someone would be at the presenter like, "Yo, This was what was on my heart. We're talking about this today and boom, let's do that. So after a couple weeks, a couple months of just having guys doing this, the ladies were like, they were feeling left out. So they're just like, yo, why don't we have Juvenous Remix where it's all the guys and the girls? And one thing I noticed about Juvenous Remix, man, they were always talking about relationships. And sometimes I'm just like, yo, man, some of these, these things are, are simple. Like, you're making life harder than it needs to be. But this was a long time ago. So years pass, years pass, and I was talking to one of my friends, and, and he actually gave me the, the four give me the four words he's just like i was on the phone he's like you know what i realized i realized what i'm looking for in a wife you know they gotta be god fearing they gotta be aesthetic they gotta look good you know they gotta be athletic they gotta be academic you know that's what they said so i'm like huh interesting let let me let me take that you know so i i took those four words and I, i rearranged them i got god fearing academic athletic aesthetic i said okay but we could do more, you know, we could do more. So I started breaking it down, you know, and it was at first, it was just what was coming to mind. And I said, you know what? It's good that I have my own theory, you know, but what does the Bible say about this? What does uh, Ellen White have? What does she counsel on this? So I started building that up, building that up and boom, we got the G Now, what is it? I'm sure that's what you guys want to know. Okay. So I recognized that. One of the hot topics I said before is relationships. Everybody wants to be in a relationship. They don't know how to get into it or why they want to get into it, but they want to be in a relationship. So I say, okay, guys, look at this. I view finding somebody kind of like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you know, whereas, like, you have to fill fulfill certain needs before you can get the self-actualization at the top, you know? And a lot of people I find is, like, they look at uh, – a relationship backwards they come up it's like yo i want someone with six figures you know i want them to have this type of job and all these things it's like okay these are nice to find but like where's the foundation you don't build a skyscraper from the top down. you have to build on the foundation and build up you know so we developed the g a and it's pretty much god-fearing you know and that just basically states hey this person that you're looking for has the same respect and fear for God as yourself. Because if I give a zero to 100 example, you love the Lord, you know, and you decide, hey, let me get this person who's all world, you know, boom, cool. You guys get married. That's your choice. Now you have your first child. You say, I'm dedicating my child to the Lord. And then this person's like, what are you doing? My child's not going to worship an imaginary God. Now you're responsible for that child. You're responsible for for training that child and if your partner is bringing confusion into that training as that child grows they'll be just like why is mommy or daddy doing one thing why is mommy and daddy doing another what's going on and that confusion at an early age to move into adulthood i mean we can all say we get a lot of messed up people with that you know but i also bring in the the whole equally yoked and we look at this like where does that term come from? It's from farming. You know, you would have two oxen plowing the field and they're generally the same size. Okay. Now, the reason for this is because you want them to go in a straight line. And the thing is, if you have one bigger than the other, they start going in a circle. Now, if you want to get from point A to point B, going in circles is not getting you anywhere, you know? So you also need to look at where that person is to figure out hey, do I want to join my life with them? Now, our our good friend Auntie Ellen, she talks on this. She says, nine times out of ten, this whole flirt to convert nonsense. I mean, let, let me let me pull that back. Let me pull that back. She says, nine times out of ten, if you try to bond your life with somebody else who is not of the faith, it's going to fail. They are going to pull you away from God rather than you pull them to God. Now, that ten percent of the time, you know, it's amazing. It's great that you were able to be a tool for the Lord to bring someone closer to him, you know? But if I tell you anything, I say, hey, Jed, listen, you want to go into this stock with me? This has a 90% failure rate, but that 10%, yo, we can make it big. That makes no sense. Like nobody's going to do that. And Ellen White even asked a question. It's like, for something so important as your eternal life with God, are you willing to risk that for somebody on this planet? You know? So these are the, like the questions that, our are our and at what we should be thinking about you know like yes we can be friends with these people but do we want to join our lives with somebody who is most likely going to pull us away from god you know so that's the g in a nutshell in a yeah nutshell.
0: so g is g is the base of the pyramid and yeah Yeah. So it's the most important part. Okay, so what's next?
1: Yeah, what's next is academic. Now, academic has a couple subsections, but we're we're going to go through this. And if you have any questions, wait till the end of the presentation and bring them (laughs) out. Bring them out, bro. You know? So academic. Now, there are all, all sorts of smarts. You know, you have book smarts, street smarts, and emotional smarts, you know? But you... At first glance, you you want to be able to hold a conversation with this person, because think about this: you marry somebody and you try to talk about something that's that's deep to you. You know, you say, "Hey, listen, this is what's going on in the world. What are your opinions?" And this person can't hold a conversation with you. Like, how are you supposed to live life? Yeah, some people make it work, but I I like to make life easier for myself. One thing that one of my teachers would always tell me when I'm in, when I'm when I was building houses or or building walls or anything. He would always look at me. He'd say, make life easier for yourself. Don't do all this. If you're going to get to the same point, just just do the easiest thing, you know? So find someone you can talk to. Find someone who's on your your level. Now, understand, if you're up here and they're down here, if they are not striving to meet you here, you can't really work with that because they're happy where they are. Because understand, the GAAA is... An unattainable goal pretty much like once you get here you reach it it moves you come here and moves because you should always be striving to get better get closer to God and be a better Christian right so you are here your partners here you are still working but if your partner is complacent and stagnant here they are just gonna be a burden to you you're gonna keep going up and they're just gonna hold you back now if they are moving you can work with that okay and the same thing, if you're down here, you should be striving to meet where your partner is as you both go up to God. Now, sorry. Now, I say we have our subsections, right? Subsection A of academic, you know, we want to look at ambition, you know. Do these people know where they're going? Do they know how they're getting there? And they, do they know who is taking them there? Because I like to give this example, another 0 to 100, you know, two people. They decide to, to shack up, live in a house together, you know? But now they're they good Christians, you know? The guy's living on the couch. The woman's living up in, in, a, in the bedroom, you know? Every day, this girl goes out, tells the guy, hey, are you going to get a job? He's like, yo, I'll, I'll be looking. I'll be looking, you know? Comes in, did you find a job? No. This goes on for a time. And now at this point, I normally have somebody standing beside me holding a chair. They've been holding a chair since I started talking about the G, you know? at this point i asked them i say hey how are your arms feeling you know and then most people they say "Yo, my arms are actually dead they're burning you know and you know some of these people they they get cocky and they're just like "Yo, i'm fine you are fine i said okay whatever so i keep explaining i say okay put the chair down and i say you see that that burning in your arms that's your emotional pain your financial pain your spiritual pain your mental pain all all this stuff because your partner is supposed to support you. You're supposed to support your partner. Like the chairs that me and you are sitting on support us, right? And if we were doing this, argu- oh, I'm saying argument, my bad. <laughs> if we were doing this interview, holding our chairs, everyone will be looking at us like, yo, what are you doing, man? Because a chair was never designed for you to hold it up. The same way your partner is not designed for you to hold up and carry through, you know? Your partner is there to support you. You're there to support your partner, you know? That's subsection A. Subsection B. Budgeting, you know, I, I like things easy. Remember, A corresponds with A, B corresponds with B, C will correspond with C. So budgeting. A lot of people want to say, oh, you got to budget your money. Yes, that that's, that's true. And a lot of divorces happen due to uh, money problems, you know. But I submit to you, you budget your time, you know, because you look at this. A lot of people say, hey, I need to go make a lot of money to give my family best life they can. Yes, in this world, that's what we think. But if you budget your time properly and give what is God's, you know, give to God, give to your family and then give to work, you know, what is expected of it, your life, I find would be better because you look at this, a lot of children, a lot of adults these days, they have lost a lot of love of a parent because that parent was out working. you know, and you, you see this all the time where... The parent will come buy a brand new toy for the child. The child will have fun with the toy. But at the end of the day, they just want their parents. They They just want the love of their parent. And even though their parent is working hard to give that child everything that child wants, that child just wants the parent. And when all that time is gone, they grow up and have a lot of resentment for their parents. You know? So budgeting. Budget your time wisely. C. Communication. Communication is key and i'll give i'll give a quick example of my life a lot of people they want to give people silent treatment they they don't want to say anything something's all weighing on their heart they don't want to say anything they say oh maybe that person i never told uh hurt me maybe they're going to figure it out you know i'm just not going to talk to them now the thing here is the only person suffering when you do that is yourself okay because you know that you were hurt you know that this person hurt you and you're waiting for them to make it right even though they don't know what's going on a life example what happened for me um i went to a retreat and if you know me i like making jokes you know i love making jokes and one of my friends asked me a quick question and i made a one-off joke you know everybody laughed we went about our business you know and then like an hour or so later my friend she 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 came to me she's like hey When you made that joke, it made me feel this way. Would you mind not making jokes like this again? And up until this point, I didn't even know I I hurt them because they laughed along with me, you know? So when I heard that, I said, oh, listen, I'm not here to hurt my friends. Like, two seconds, easy. And I find it's a lot of pride issues that we have in ourselves that block a lot of communication. A simple, hey, you did this and made me feel this. Can Next time, can you please could solve so many issues, but we, we feel like, Hey, this person wronged me. They should come to me, you know, but Hey, that's the world we live in right now. What can I say? Second A athletic. Now I know what a lot of people are thinking. Oh, this person's running track. This person's doing this, this, this. Basically, basically, it just means you're taking care of your body. Okay. Because our body is the temple of God. Okay. If we, believe that hey we need to be good Christians you know yes what we put in our mind is great but what we put in our body also you know how do we take care of the Lord's temple you think God wants to dwell in a, in a dirty room no like we, we have to we have to fix that up too now I just have a couple suggestions when it comes to that you know like here in Ontario if you decide to get any uh entry level like part-time job you know they're going to ask hey can you lift 50 pounds that's not a lot, you know? You should be able to lift 50 pounds considering you're, you're a healthy individual, you know? 50 pounds. You should be able to go up a flight of stairs without getting winded, you know? Like, it's nothing saying, hey, you need to be the best athlete, you know? But like, be able to do ba- basic things, you know? Now, yes, I talk about putting things in your body like what you eat, how do you take care of your body because there's a lot of stuff that we do that damages our body. Now, I'm not even going to lie. I have a sweet tooth, you know? All the teeth in my mouth, they're sweet tooth, okay? I love it. And I, I realize I got to work on that. But listen, I wouldn't be as sweet as I am if I didn't eat those sweets, you know? You are what you eat, right? You are what you eat. But yeah, you got to look at what you're eating, what you're drinking, what you're putting into your body. But this also, this also plays for what you put in your mind. What are you reading? What are you listening to, you know? Because... You have to guard the avenues of the soul because you might be the healthiest person physically but where's your mind you know where is that and this is where the chair comes in again normally i would have somebody standing on the chair and i say hey one person stand up one person stand beside pull the person up from the person on top of the chair and that person normally struggles to pull somebody up but the person on the ground i say pull the person down and i've spoken to before i said hey nine times out of ten someone's gonna pull you away from God, then you're gonna pull them towards God, right? And that's what the illustration is. And it's like, we try so much, you know? We think, hey, I'm strong in my faith, I'm strong here, let me go off and do this, let me go off and do that. And we put, we listen to the wrong types of music, we read the wrong types of books, and that warps our our mindset, you know? That, That will play into how we relate to others, how we relate to God. And if we decide, hey, let me hang out with, people who are doing all of all these sins over here like you have people they're cursing they're vandalizing they're damaging you know they're hurting others you know if you want to come up and believe hey i'm going to be the beacon to them you know chances are you're actually going to stumble and fall in with them you know which is why i say when you guard your the avenues of your soul find yourself a good group of friends you know a group of friends that will pray for you A group of friends where you can say, hey, listen, I'm going through this. Can we talk about this, you know? And they they, they point you to God, you know? So when you work together, you all build together, you know? As opposed to one against the other. And yeah, 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 that's academic. Aesthetic. This is one of my favorite ones, man. Let me tell you. The GAAA is in order of the most important to the least important. Now, aesthetic is on there because it is important. A lot of people want to say, hey, it's about the person's personality and all this stuff. But I submit to you, you get yourself a GAA, you know? The person has everything up until that. But they're looking like a horse, bro. Like, some people just find it hard. They find it hard to actually... uh how to say, relate to that, relate to their partner, you know? So you need to understand this person needs to be attractive to you. And I always give the example, you have two people walking down the street. So A and B are walking down the street, two buddies, you know? And we run into this problem where we want to date for our friends. You know, we want to date for their approval. Where A sees C across the street, turns to B and says, B... Yo, C looks amazing. What do you say? And B's like, yeah, I give C about it too. Now A is feeling like, oh, shoot. If I go for C, my friend might not accept me. So you know what? Push C aside. Now, C just looked amazing to to A. But A decided, let me not go for it because of the opinion of my friend. Now, that's not to say that your friends don't have your best interest in mind because you need to know when to listen to them. And when not to because if i say hey jen what is your favorite dessert you know what is it and i say uh chocolate chip cookies okay and i say bro chocolate chip cookies are disgusting and you should mm-hmm. never eat them what are you gonna do
0: feel bad but eat them still
1: okay you eat them still because you know what works for you you know that's what you like if i hate them why does my opinion matter on what you want to eat you know so now i know i'm, I'm jumping all over the place when it comes to the g triple like I, I promise you guys the document is more thorough and it has a lot more <laughs> more bible verses around but th- this is just the the quick points we look at pretty and beautiful okay now the easiest way i want to say this is pretty is outward and beauty is inward okay like you can put Lipstick and a dress on a pig. That's one pretty pig, but it's still a swine, you know? Like that's that's what you need to understand. So a lot of people go out here and they they look for the the best looking person, but that person has a rotten heart, you know. That person has no no drive, no love for God, no love for a fellow man. Yes, they look great on one by one metric, but are they really great, you know, by another? So that's pretty much it. The person gotta look good to you, you know. Disclaimer: Not all G work with all G Okay, like some people think, hey, once, once the, you you're good, I'm good. Let's get together, and not go slow. That's not how it is, you know. So I don't I don't know what else I could say to that. Accept, accept, accept. Okay. <laughs> if you're looking for a G triple you gotta be a G triple Because you can't come to a potluck and only bring the paper plates. Because if everyone's bringing paper plates, nobody's eating, bro. Okay? That's the thing. You have to bring substance into the relationship. You have to say, hey, I bring this, you bring this, let's be better. Because we want to talk about what? The love triangle. Okay? A lot of people want to talk about that equilateral love triangle where it's A, B, and C, you know? Three humans talking to each other, and it's a whole heap of mess. But this GAAA promotes the isosceles love triangle where it's A, B, and C, you know, where God is at the top. And the only way that A and B can get closer is by getting closer to God, you know? And I think that's pretty much GAAA in a a nutshell,
0: you know? Yeah, So I mean, that was very thorough of you, Kevin um are you willing to link to the document or is that classified? Oh, for
1: sure for <laughs> sure I, I will send you the pdf it's in english and it's in french now yeah I, I don't speak french you know guys so one of my friends translated it i can't edit french documents so <laughs> i'm not 100% sure on how it turned out but i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure it turned out pretty well so I'll, I will send yeah. you I will send you the the, the PDF document and whoever asks for it you can just send it to them still.
0: Yeah, so if you want that document, just send me a message and then I can uh, ask Kevin for it and send it to you. And like uh, Kevin said, it'll be it's a lot more full of Bible verses, and so it shows that Kevin's not just pulling this out of his hat. <laughs> it's it's kind of a, there's a biblical basis for the GAAA. And um, yeah, I, I had a question about the uh, GAAA though uh, for you, Kevin. Yeah, man. It, seems, see. it seems kind of like a, you would think a straightforward concept, especially to Christians. But why do you think so many people, specifically Christians, fail in um, actually uh, using its application? For example, they put aesthetic before godliness or uh, they just don't follow that order that uh, is placed in?
1: Mainly because we don't have our priorities set straight, man, because we do live in the world, you know, and the world is bombarding us with a whole lot of information. Like, you need to look a certain way, you need to dress a certain way, you need to do certain things, you know, and even though we already know in our mind, hey, listen, what should be most important is our relationship with God, right? We also, every day, like, I, I, I don't know about you, but I know some people, And for some time, even myself, it would be, I'm a Christian on Sabbath. And then Sunday to Friday, I'm doing whatever I got to do, you know? And when you see that imbalance, one out of seven, like you're here, your godliness is down here and everything else is here. So when you have all these influences, it's like, yo, listen, the world tells me this is what looks good. The world tells me this is what it is. You bring that into the church. You bring that into your relationship with God and you say, Hey, this is what I'm looking for. so you sit in the pews and you find the the best looking girl, you know, or the best looking guy equal opportunity here, you know so you're out here you're you're looking and you say, this is what I want. Now the thing is, not everybody who's in the church is a GAAA, you know I remember somebody <laughs> so I was talking with my my Pathfinders one day and they asked me about the GAA and I, I told them like, oh, this is what it is so they went to their Sabbath school class and they was like, yo, listen, you got to find yourself a G triple Cause they're talking about relationships. I, I don't know how they got to that when they're talking about relationships. So then the teacher comes up to me and it's like, yo, why did you tell my kids that they got to find a G triple i I'm like, cause they do. They, they got to find a G triple So then the teacher said, but just because they find somebody in the church, that doesn't mean they're, they're exactly God. I'm like, no, that doesn't. Because if I said you have to go find me a Ferrari, and you go get me a Honda Civic, I need you to understand they're both cars, but one is not what I asked for, you know? So that's what it is. You still need to do your due diligence in getting to know that person. And that's also another issue that I find. We don't want to get to know people, you know? We we look at them and say, I want to I wanna date them, I want to marry them, all this. But we don't want to do the groundwork to say, hey, what are your actual thoughts until it's like, it's too late. Like some people get married, and like the biggest question is like, hey, listen, are we going to dedicate our child to God? You haven't even asked that, you know, and now you're 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 finding a whole lot of problems further down the line, you know. So, listen, there, there's a whole lot in the in the document that that we can go into, but yeah, man, I just think that to answer the original question, the re- the reason why this is not common knowledge to us is because we don't have our priorities straight, and that's just because of outside influences, you know the closer we get to God, the more clear the view of the person you want to spend your life with will get, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thank you for this thorough analysis uh, and breakdown of the Um As we uh, wrap up this interview, I wanted to ask you, what is your hope for the church? Oh, big question, bro. My hope, my hope,
1: I just want pretty much people to be more open with each other, one, and to actually care more about each other. And what I mean by that is for me, I can just speak to my experience. And ever since I was a child, like I said, the first time I flew to St. Lucia was when I said, I want to be a pilot. This was when I was in grade five, you know? And I told everybody, everyone who would listen, I said, I want to be a pilot, I want to be a pilot. I said that for years. And there were pilots in my church, they heard it, they said nothing to me, you know? It wasn't until they kind of blindsided me that one day at church, they said, yo, Kevin's leaving and going to do this. That's when everyone comes out of the woodworks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it's like if we actually listen to people, see what they're about, we can help them, you know? Like, I I say this to everyone, the church is our biggest resource. You want to be a doctor. How many doctors are in the pew? You want to be a lawyer? How many lawyers are in the pews? You know, we have people from all walks of life sitting there. And even though we say what we want to do, everyone wants to sit back. And for me, that's not how I want to live life. I've, ha- I've been blessed to have a handful of mentors who say, you know what, this is what you want to do. How can I help you? You know, and when they touched my life, you know, I was like, you know what, you pushed me this far in my life you gave me the tools to accomplish this in my life i just want to do this for somebody else so how i give back is things like sabbath school things like pathfinders and when i talk to my kids i say hey what is it that you want to do and what do you need from me you know sometimes it's just you just need to talk to them that's all they want sometimes but sometimes they need help doing something and if i have those tools i'll say you know what listen That's a small expense for me for you to realize your dream. So to sum that all up, my dream is that, or my hope for the the church is that we all become the person we needed when we were younger. And I feel if we do that, we'll be able to help more people come into the church, more people in the church and more people out of the church. Because when you have that that mindset to say, hey, listen, listen. When I was young, I needed someone to help me with this. And you now have that skill to help somebody else. That person will see, they will see Christ through you. I know at least that happened to me. When when one of my friends, they came down and said, you know what, you're trying to do this. Let me help you. I saw Christ through them. And I was just like, this is amazing. This feeling I have right now, I want to give that feeling to somebody else. So that, that's, that's my hope for the church.
0: Uh, that's amazing. And I totally agree. It could make such a difference if we were able to do that um but do you have any tips on how we can actually achieve that i always find lead by example is
1: the best way because when i saw my kids they wanted something one of my one of my kids said they wanted to learn a bass you know i have two bases you know so i said you know what you want to learn the bass i have a second one here you go practice it you know one of my kids i saw them they were singing it would post like weekly videos of them singing and i said you know what, I. They were singing through uh, their mic with their headphones. And I said, yo, listen, let me buy you a mic because this this is not this is not quality stuff. Like, this, this is for you, you know? They were so happy. It's like, why did you get me a mic? I'm like, because I see this is what you're doing and you need equipment to do what you're doing, you know? And these are just simple things. And when more people see you reaching out, more people will say, hey, let me do that. And the thing is just... I wouldn't say it's like a a spectator sport, for lack of a better term, where someone will say, oh, hey, I saw A do that for B, you know, so let me try that, you know. It's more of this person did that for me. I feel this way. Let me do that for somebody else. So I find the quickest way is help as many people as you can, you know, like I get it. A lot of people don't want to talk. A lot of people don't want to do things, you know, but if you say, "Hey, what do you need right now? Is it a meal? Is it someone to talk to? Is it whatever?" That person will say, "Oh, this person took their time just to talk to me." Hey, you know what? In their life, they're gonna find somebody else who needs someone to talk to, and they're gonna talk to somebody else. So, I think the best way to do it is just by doing it. <laughs> you know, I, I I wish I had something more concrete, more like these are the steps, but. That's what I got. That's what I got for you.
0: No, absolutely. You know what? Sometimes the answer is the simple answer, but just because it's simple doesn't mean it's easy. So, mm-hmm. yeah, totally, totally agree with that. Um, before I let you go, Kevin, do you have any plug-in shout-outs or Goodreads that you would like to recommend to the audience? Okay, let,
1: let me let me give you the Goodreads and then I give out the the plugins. you know? So my... Two favorite Christian books, you know, because we, we got to keep the Christian here. Yeah. One is the Pilgrim's Progress. That's one of the, the only f- few books that I will read over and over and over again. And and it's just amazing. It's, it's just pretty much a guy who's named Christian lives in the city of destruction. And he finds a book. He finds the Bible. He realizes, hey, the city he lives in is going to be destroyed. And the only way to be saved is by getting to the celestial city, which is heaven. You know, how does he do that? He goes on this long journey. He meets people from all walks of life and places that would catch him in a snare. He would get caught, you know, but then he would fall back on the lessons he was taught and other people who had a, who had goodwill towards him would help him out. And it really sums up the Christian walk in a nice book. And I, I just absolutely love that book. My second favorite read is a book called the screw tape letters and It's about this, uh, bear with me, bear with me. It's about a demon named Wormwood. He's a demon in training. And he's writing letters to his uncle, Screwtape. And he's saying, hey, listen, I'm trying to tempt humans by doing this, 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 and this, you know? So his uncle reads the letters and says, hey, I didn't get to the position that I'm at right now by doing this. And he's like, what you have to do to tempt a human is by Doing this, 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 and this. And one of the, the funniest ones I found was it's like, yo, you gotta play on their hunger. Because he explains how he was following one human, one guy, and this guy was an atheist. And he was like, you know what? I know I'm I'm bashing the church. I'm saying all this, but let me actually take a look at what I'm bashing, you know, like let me actually understand what they're saying. Screw tape says, yo, when he when I saw that thought come into his head, I made his belly rumble. And he said, you know what, let me go out for lunch. He went out for lunch and he never came back. I just laughed. I'm just like, yo, these are are true things that are going on in life. Like we get distracted by the smallest things where we could have turned right and gone down this path, but we ended up turning left. And I just like the way the author portrayed the whole battle for our souls just in this creative book. So those are my two favorite books. Um, Plugins, plugins. I want to say, hey! I've done the G Triple A talk once before in another podcast called Real Time Talk. It's done by uh, uh her name's Brittany, but she's about to get married next week, so I I don't know if I should call her by her her new name <laughs> or you know what? Her name's Brittany. We'll leave it at that. And if if you're listening to this after she gets married, it's going to be Brittany Hardy. Okay. I will also I'll send you a link so you can share that she has it in four parts and you can listen each each uh each letter is has a little bit more depth in it like i know i ran through it through this i i i, I wish i wish i was able to do a master class you know have the people around and, and all the 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 examples but yeah you can go listen to the podcast there after you listen to this great one listen to all the episodes my friend has out jetty you have uh you have many many out there right you have like what 22
0: or so yeah uh 22 this will be number 23 hey this is 23 yes, SEC I'm
1: paying attention I'm paying attention don't <laughs> worry yo guys listen listen to listen to all this podcast Listen to all watch this on YouTube watch wherever you're getting this watch this and then go over and check out real-time talk they speak about the lessons they they give uh good guidance all these things it was, it was it's just amazing go check it out you can learn more about the GAAA over there and you can also read the the document I'm about to send on this platform, you know? So I don't know if I have any shout outs, but like to all the people who know me, I made it guys. Jen made my dream come true. <laughs> I'm here,
0: we did it. Awesome, well, thank you so much, Kevin, for all that you shared and for your, for uh, your always charismatic personality. Thank you so much for your time
1: oh man anytime anytime also if you get any questions about the gaa that you would like to pass on i'm always open to answering questions and remember this is an evolving doctrine man as as we get new light that that's that's when things will change but for now this is where,
0: this is where we are 100 percent. i'll send them to you thank you so much kevin yeah, man. you have a great day my friend have a great day